0: The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. All these things that I've been like working for and like dreaming about are kind of happening, but it's also, and then it's like, wow, like how your computer needs to play catch up. It's like, I need to play
1: catch up here. Like, yes. Yeah. I, I totally get it. I know it's, it's really a lot of, uh, a lot of moving parts i I feel like you know when you're trying to like get that momentum and keep the momentum that's at least for me it's like once i get it then it's like things happen and then you don't want to let things drop off and like fall out of like that momentum. So yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's
0: a little like, stress inducing, but I definitely want to dive more into that. But yeah. I also want you to give people a background right now into what you do, who you are, what you're all about. I mean, if they haven't seen you already on their TV. So.
1: You're so sweet. So my name is Marissa Brainy. I am a television host and an on-air lifestyle expert by way of news anchor. So I was a news anchor and reporter at TV stations around the country for my whole career, for over 16 years. Um, And over three years ago now, I kind of took the leap to go off on my own and really switch gears, kind of get out of the news track of television and explore a career more focused in the lifestyle side of TV. Um, And it was something I had been thinking about for a long time. I always have been really into food. I had a food blog like many years ago, you know, kind of on the side. And um, I've always loved cooking and exploring restaurants. I had food segments when I was a reporter in Philly, and then again, when I was an anchor in New Jersey. Um, And so I always loved kind of combining the two. And when I became a mom, um, that was something else that I literally could not talk enough about and just, you know, have that sort of shared experience with others around. And so I had a mom segment as well um, when I was an anchor and I really saw, you know, a number of things, but I saw how those segments lit me up and got me excited and just, um really kind of created this new creative side of my work. Um, But I also saw that people love to talk about those things. Um, And there was really a space for using my TV experience and kind of meeting that where I was in my life in a way. Um, I have three kids, six and under now. And at the time when I left news, You know, I had two toddlers. We were thinking about having another baby. Um, My husband also works in TV. So our schedule was insanity. And I just really didn't see a path forward in that sort of regimented type of work that was going to allow me the kind of big picture life I wanted for our family. And so I was looking for more flexibility. I was looking for more creativity. And I've really found that in this like new chapter of my career, which is sort of the most exciting part. And as a side bonus, you know, I I think a lot of entrepreneurs say this, but I'm sort of an accidental entrepreneur. When I kind of left news, I didn't really set out with the intention of like, I'm going to own my own business and I'm going to be a business owner and a CEO and all the things. Um, But over the past few years, um, I've you know, kind of seen how much opportunity there is to, you know, explore different sides of my business um, and really shape the kind of career that I want to have. So that's been an added bonus and a really exciting one that I've really leaned into, especially over the past year. That's been really fun.
0: Yeah, I want to just ask a quick, like dive a little bit deeper. I know you were looking for flexibility. You were, you wanted to follow those passions. And I think a lot of moms, and I, you know, I was in the same boat too. There's sometimes we come to this crossroads of like, ah, do we, what do we do? We have the kids now, but I, I have all these passions. And this is something that I'm actually, for lack of a better word, passionate about talking about. So can we dive just like a little bit deeper into, I know it was probably your kids were the catalyst and all of that, but what kind of gave you that? extra push or that permission to go after the food content to talk about having those conversations about motherhood like what was what was was there something else that sort of prompted you
1: Yeah. Well, so I have, I have had a very complicated journey in motherhood to motherhood and in motherhood. Um, we actually lost our first daughter, Charlotte, um, during childbirth. And that was almost eight years ago. Now she was our first pregnancy. We had a very uncomplicated pregnancy and she, we had birth complications during the birth. She aspirated meconium. And so it was an extremely obviously traumatic loss. And something that because of my role you know being a news anchor i i sort of had to talk about it um you know our viewers saw me 40 weeks pregnant i went out like on my due date and i came back without a baby and so you know that was sort of you know the grief and the trauma and everything that followed subsequent pregnancies after loss. Um, I had a miscarriage after Charlotte. That was you know, another sort of piece of the trauma. You know, it opened up a lot of conversations that just were sort of natural to have because viewers saw me going through this and opened up to me about their own experiences with miscarriage, with pregnancy loss, with stillbirth, with, you know, SIDS, with all of these things that I think they were like waiting for someone to almost talk about and and open that door to. And so that was actually the initial catalyst for wanting to speak more about motherhood. It, It was sort of this, you know, this it changed the course of my life in in so many ways. Um, but I did a series when I was at the station about pregnancy and infant loss. I got the station involved in um, an organization that, I, you know, I do a lot of work with related to pregnancy and infant loss. And then, you know, I was pregnant on the air with my babies. After that, I had viewers checking in on me. How are you doing? You know, what is this like? And so it just sort of continued from there. And then when I had my mom's segment, um you know I I I was so blown away by these women who I had on the segment um for everything from you know what to do with your kids this summer to you know these these really incredible moms and business owners who created these new paths for themselves post babies you know they they saw that and and I was so inspired by that and the way that motherhood kind of shapes us all, that it just really like got my wheels spinning and turning. And, you know, I had kind of been toying with this idea of leaving news for a while, but the more I started to see other women, other moms, and just the the creative ways that they were infusing like their passions, their talents, their drive, their determination, with the life that they wanted and like how to make that happen you know it honestly like gave me the courage to really explore okay how can i make this happen for myself like let's get serious about it um and i was fortunate that i had these two sort of serendipitous opportunities come up right at the same time when i was looking to leave so i will say that like you know it was a push in that direction for a long time I had these two great things come up that, you know, I I saw, okay I can do these, you know, make some money and then like kind of see where it takes me. Um, And then things have just really evolved from there. So um, that's a really long winded answer of saying that, you know, I think our personal journeys and the things that happen in our lives really show us a lot about the kind of lives we want to have. And so that that was certainly the case for me.
0: Yeah and just thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, yes. I think you've been such an important um person to help sort of destigmatize infant loss and things like that because I know while there shouldn't be sometimes women carry a lot of maybe secret shame or whatever mm-hmm. it is and I know that you are someone out there on the forefront really talking about that. So thank you so much for that. And also I wanted to say um and I I mentioned this in like my intro that I pre-recorded that you've sort of been a mentor to me. So seeing you have that um, effect after something traumatic, a loss like that, kind of shift into helping others. It seems like a sort of a, a natural, you're sort of what you're all about. Now, I wanted to say, like I did say you've been a mentor to me. You've had phone calls with me that helped me sort of guide me on my career. And I, want to know have you what is what has been the impact of mentorship in your life whether you're mentoring
1: or being mentored and what's what does that huge mean? huge and then thank you for saying that and i'm like so it, like it makes me so excited to see your success mm-hmm. and other people in my life and in my career over the years who you know have said that to me like that is just the best feeling because i just feel like that's why we're here you know and I have always you know said like a few things I mean television is a very subjective business and it can be a hard business in many ways it's a lot less glamorous than people sometimes think although there are the fun parts for sure um you know I've always said to interns over the years that you know you can only do so much like someone might watch you on tv and they might just like not be feeling you for whatever reason and like that's okay and you have to sort of you know get over that and kind of just really double down on like doing you and being you um but in terms of mentorship i mean that's that's crucial to have people to kind of reinforce that in you. And I had that really my whole career, which I'm so grateful for both mentors from a space of like, you know, they were farther along in their journey than me and were able to kind of, you know, impart their wisdom, offer advice, things like that. Uh, The first anchor at my like first station way back when I was 22 and he was, he was and, and still is so wise. He had you know worked in television for a long time and really took joy in helping us you know newbies kind of like figure it all out. And I was so inspired by that. Um, I, you know, like Hoda Kotb. I in, I interned at Dateline when I was in college, and Hoda Kotb was a correspondent at Dateline and she was like so incredibly kind and encouraging and like let me come out on shoots with her because she knew i wanted to be on air like had her photographer like shoot stand-ups for me to like make my first tape like and like then you see how someone else's life plays out and the way that that comes back around in this like positive karma way and it's like Of course, like it makes sense. And so I've always just tried to do that for other people whenever I can. Um, I also think it's important to like be open with other people in the industry in terms of like, be upfront, ask them for help, like go to them and say in a real and authentic way, hey, I see you're doing this. Like, Would you mind if I talk to you about that a little bit? Can I pick your brain?" Which is exactly what you did for me. Other people, you know, recently who've asked about QVC and different things that I do, I think that is like amazing. I think, you know, it's those moments that like create connection and and, you know, memorable parts of your journey that you take with you forever. And I just feel like being open about it it is huge. So, um, yeah, it's played a huge role for me, for sure.
0: I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think I want to switch gears a little bit uh, because something that you do so well is working with brands. Obviously we see that on QVC, but then we also see it in different campaigns that you have and, and things like that. Can you give advice for women, moms who are sort of like, you know, we're always trying to look for those opportunities, but it can be a challenge to kind of, you know, you have a job, you always, you're the brand is the person, the people that are they're hiring you, but you still want it to be authentic. So can you get yeah. tips about taking on campaigns or working with brands or even your Cuisinart partnership on QVC, which is really like so admirable.
1: Oh, <laughs> thank that. you. You do it so well. It's so authentic. So, well, it is authentic. Yeah. And that's like, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, there's really no secret sauce other than that. Like, you being your authentic, like I, I, I've i always said this, the most successful people on television, whether you look at like someone like Oprah or Hoda or, you know, some of these people who were like, oh my gosh, like they're just so great on TV. It's because they're them, like they're, they're themselves on air and you're getting the same person on air and off air. Like, yes, you want to punch up your personality a little. You want to like, You know, get that energy level up, but like you still want to be you. And I think the brand partnerships, like I like, I get so excited about sharing things that have helped my life that I use in everyday life that make my life easier as a mom, or a brand doing something really amazing. I know you commented on a campaign I just did about a brand that was totally focused on letting frontline workers take a vacation. you know, like, so when I when I when a brand approaches me, like, that's the number one thing I ask is like, okay, well, what's the story behind it? And like, does that story behind it light me up? If it does, then it's a no brainer. And I'm able to share it in a way that makes sense for people that really, you know, speaks to why I love the brand or the product or whatever it is, you know, when I got the opportunity with Cuisinart. That was like a, uh, hello, yes, please. My whole kitchen is Cuisinart. Like I could talk about this brand all day long. They make things that make my life easier in the kitchen as a busy mom. And so I have loved being able to share that. Um, and I also get really like, I geek out now about like the story behind how product's created and okay. Like, for example, we, I just had this like three in one product that I recently did on QVC last week and I was amazed by how they came up with this because it's a, the it's one base and it's three different full size attachments. So it's a food processor, a juicer and a blender, but Sounds all great. with one base. Right. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is genius. Like, yes, obviously this was born out of their most popular products, you know, our most popular products. And The innovation behind that, the thought process, the creativity behind creating things like that, that are really like solutions for people, really fascinates me in a way that like, has been really exciting, has been, you know, really exciting to explore. Like, I just love that. And I think that it speaks to like, my storytelling background. I... You know, I'm a born storyteller. I've been this way since I was a kid. Like, you can ask anyone in my family, like, I've always been this way. But I've also, I also did it for many years on television. You know, that's what being a journalist is, is being able to find the story behind an event, you know, a historical moment, um, breaking news. I mean, you have to find the story behind it in order for to translate well on TV. And so I think like sort of all of those pieces have come together to really bridge into this like new successful chapter f- for me that I'm so grateful for and has been really exciting. That's so awesome. I have to ask you a bit of a self-serving
0: question because now I'm doing this, some QVC stuff for myself and i have How are you managing it with the kids? Are the kids in the house? Are they asleep? How
1: are you managing it? It's it's like all of the above. I mean, it's, you know, people like ask me that a lot. And I always want to be like transparent that like I have a great support system and people helping. And it is still like a shit show all the time. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Listen, we've all had to adjust things um, over the past few years because of the pandemic working from home. But live national TV at like two in the morning throws like a lot of other wrenches into it. So, I mean, we do a number of things. Um, My children are in, uh, my oldest is in school, you know, five days a week. My two younger kids, they're in preschool three days a week, you know, for the full day out of the house um, this whole past year which was the first time since we had our daughter um, that that has been the case. So that was, you know, really helpful to me and sort of the momentum piece of things. But with QVC, as you know, a lot of my airings are on the weekends or at night. So sometimes the kids are sleeping. If I have a night airing, the kids are asleep upstairs, like hoping they don't wake up. Um... And my husband works a very odd schedule too. He works overnights. So that puts a a wrench into things as well. Um, And then on the weekends, he's usually with them because he's home on the weekends. So that's great. Or like if it's a time where he is, working or, you know, it's an off time where like he can't be with it, you know, then we do have a sitter that we rely on to come sometimes. So it's, uh, my parents are very helpful, you know, like it's a lot of moving parts and and juggling as is everyone's life. So I never want to give the impression that it's like all smooth sailing. I mean, there have been moments where like my daughter Lila, you know, a year ago and she was like still really a baby. She's only, you know, she'll be three this August woke up like five minutes before my like midnight airing you know like it's so it's there's a lot behind the scenes going on that is it's not pretty and you just you know you do your best to make it work some days are great and everything kind of flows as it should and other days like wheels are falling off the wagon left and right and you're just like kind of trying to patch everything together as you go so um yeah it's it's hard. It's hard.
0: Yeah. But I definitely appreciate the honesty. I mean, I'm going through, we're, I mean, we all go through it as mothers. It's a constant juggle balance. You said it. Okay. My final question. I actually wasn't anticipating asking this, so I hope it's okay. But what would you say um, for moms who are grappling with grief of infant loss or pregnancy loss, but, and when it comes up when you're with your kids who are here on Earthside, can you give them tips? I like, can, I can imagine that could be challenging sometimes. And I know a lot of women are going through that.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, So, you know, everyone's experience with this in the lost community is a little bit different. Everyone chooses to handle this differently, depending on personal beliefs and, and all of those things. So I'll just share, you know, my experience. But with that said, you know, people have to, you know, handle this and navigate it in a way that feels right for their family and and for them. You know, my kids were not born when we lost Charlotte. Um, so it's been a challenge to kind of like help them understand that, you know, there was a baby in mommy's belly and like mommy gave, you know, she came out of mommy's belly and her body wasn't working and, you know that's kind of like the language I use, but we do talk about Charlotte all the time. Like it's important to us that we include her as part of our family. I mean, we try not to have this grief and loss overshadow, you know, all of the joy and wonderful things that have, you know, filled our hearts since, you know, being our three kids. And I never want them to feel any um, guilt or, you know, anything like that. So it's a delicate, like sort of balance in terms of how we use it. But like, you know, my kids will say like, Charlotte died, Charlotte's in heaven with Jesus. And, you know, they'll say things like that often. In fact, on the way to school this morning, um, Lila just like randomly started saying that, like started talking about it. So, but for me, I, I have felt, you know, all along, as I mentioned, like, you know, this was something that like, Well, in that moment when this happened and, you know, when I was in the hospital, I literally wanted to like run away. Like I wanted to just like run away and, and just, you know, never talk about it again. But like, it's really not possible as a mom, you know, like, or at least for me, it has not been, you know, even if I didn't, even if my job was something different, even if, you know, the circumstances were different, like, I don't think I personally could go through life just ignoring this this really huge piece of me of my heart that I don't have here, you know, and so we've found our own way of incorporating her and our grief and our experience into our life and speaking about it with the kids in a in an age appropriate way that makes sense for us. Um, But I still have moments where like they like they'll catch me off guard and they'll ask something about Charlotte or about, you know, me being sad when, you know, she died or, you know, things like that. That's sort of like sometimes you get that gut punch because you're not expecting to like go into that. It could be like this, like very lighthearted moment. And, you know, you know how kids are like, they don't you know, there's no filter and they just, you know, so um it's a learning process, um, but I I do think that like most things, it's important to keep the line of communication open with with the kids. And so I always tell them that like they can ask me a question anytime about it, or you know we you know if you ever have any big feelings about it, like please tell mommy, like we can talk about it. So that's the way I've done it. Um, I'm sure I've made lots of mistakes along the way because we all do, but um, You know it's it's the way we've been able to kind of navigate it and um if any mom ever has any questions like i always do i always you know say this i have a whole section on my website with resources like there's i'm i always am an open ear and an open heart and like you know someone who can listen and offer you know just words of understanding i'm not gonna say comfort i'm not gonna say You know, because there's really nothing that can make it better, but I can at least be that person who understands. And so, yeah, I would just say seek out those people, too, because people like that in my own life, just like the mentorship part of it, um, I I would not be where I am now in like my grief journey, my personal journey or in my motherhood journey without the women that I connected with. During, like, in the throes of our loss, and then really in pregnancy after loss, like I, t- I still talk to a lot of the moms today that I went through all of that with. So, um, yeah, I would say that would be my advice.
0: All right. Marissa, thank you so much. You've been, I mean, you're honest, your vulnerability has been so, it's just been really, really nice to hear because, you know, we've all have
1: our things, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun and yeah. can't wait till the next time. I know, but I want you to tell everybody, you know, tell
0: everybody your website, where, where they can yeah. find you. Oh, you also do media coaching. So if you're interested, Yes. Breaking
1: into this legal world <laughs> this is your gal so tell yeah. us where they can find you and that's a perfect flow from the mentorship thing too i was actually going to bring that up then that has been a side of my business that has sort of like scratch that itch for me and it's been really exciting to see some of my clients like making big strides i have two clients who are interested in doing the same type of work that that we do and to watch them grow uh over the past few months has been awesome but yes my website is marissa brainy it's dot ycom and you can find me on instagram at mbrainy
0: Alright, thank you so much. I cannot wait for people That's to see nice. this episode.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Of course.